Welcome to Muller Time, episode 16. 16? Oh, yeah, I missed one. Yeah, Jeremy filled in for you. It was, uh, did you get to hear it at all? I have not heard it yet. Oh, well, no, it's like, it's like watching the, the band, you, you know, it's like yeah. when Aerosmith had the other guitarist and Joe Perry went to see him play, he's like, that was just weird, man. <laughs> he's like, it was uh, Jimmy Crespo. Uh, yeah, and no, there was two guys too, wasn't wasn't there another guy? They had yeah, they had a couple. Yeah, Jimmy Crespo was the guy who had um, what's his name? Spot. Yeah, yeah, I heard that was a a tough gig for a an outsider. Yeah, well, that's early '80s Aerosmith was not their best. This is no longer Muller time, by the way. This is <laughs> was, Miller I can't time. Think of, yeah, right? I couldn't yeah, think of anything there. I was like, uh, like yeah, I was trying to think of something funny there. As I make sure, of course, we're recording, which we are. Yeah, man, we did. Uh, it was a good episode. We, we, we talked about a lot of stuff. Okay, but uh, so how was Vegas? Oh, I had a good time. Yeah, yeah. I stayed in the Mandalay Bay, and I, yeah, that was creepy. Wait, are you saying you didn't stay at the Trump Hotel? No, I did not stay at the Trump Hotel. Yeah, I, yeah when you <laughs> listen to the show, you'll see. I told Jeremy, I was like, if he stays there, he's not. Oh, he can't no. host the show. <laughs> no, I, no, we didn't. That we didn't even go to that part of uh, Vegas. We stayed uh, on the side close to the airport. It's not like I even for a remote second thought <laughs> that you would ever stay in a Trump property. I, you know, you do see the name high above the the Vegas skyline when you're there. I wonder if anyone. I mean, I know how bad their business has been affected. I wonder if anyone stays there. I, you know, I have a Facebook friend that is guilty of doing it. He, uh, he posted it publicly and like, yes, I'm at the Trump Hotel uh-huh. in Vegas, and um, made some claim about how cheap it was. Yeah, yeah. Well, do what I did. You go get a room at the Mandalay Bay. They dropped some prices there too because of an incident. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Now yeah. you can't. Now that floor. We saw. We went and looked. That floor is totally walled off. Yeah, I saw your. Uh, I mean, I saw the stuff you were sending me. Yeah. Oh, I put something on um, on Twitter. A, a sign outside that says "Weapons aren't allowed." Now, the picture that I posted on my Facebook page, Mister Chris Carey on Twitter, um, it's just a little sign: no handguns, no guns on the property. But it is my, the picture that I posted does not show the perspective on how out of the way this little sign is, and you can't tell if the sign was even there before October of last year. And that whole thing happened, that crazy incident. We we still don't even know really what happened there. Yeah, they, we've been kind of kept quiet on that. Never heard the motive. I'm getting a very, you know, I, I don't, I'm not one of these guys who like roundly criticizes the cops. I'm getting a very Keystone Cops vibe to that incident. Like, well, why, why is, what's being repressed there and why? It's just, it's like you're, I'm, I'm getting, I'm just getting that vibe. It's my instinct. Like are the federal police involved, the FBI? Because I feel like they would be more on top of this. Well, yeah, I think that's going to be the highest level of law enforcement yeah. looking at that one. Well, let's uh, let's just go ahead and uh, first of all celebrate. Uh, there should be a name for this, but maybe we'll, some kind of Mueller hero segment. These individuals are the hero of the week. Uh, there's uh, no question about it. Let's let's celebrate the Red Hen. Oh yes, the Red Hen in Lexington, Virginia, who told. Sorry, I was uh, because of our placement. I couldn't see where I was. Who told Sarah Cuckabee <laughs> to fuck off? Reading the blowback online is even crazier, and watching all the right wing nutjobs try to justify or how it's wrong or what it is, is is the same thing, and it's a different thing from baking gay wedding cakes. Right? Yeah, it's like come on. I think, of course, the key difference is that one is how you're born, and the other is something you chose. That's very easy to understand if you have a brain. Okay, but uh, now after this um, 
Supreme Court decision we had, what, a month and a half ago? Uh-huh. That went in favor of Masterpiece Cake Shop for, uh, gave them the right to not decorate a cake for a gay wedding. Is that really the name of the cake shop? Masterpiece Cake Shop, yes, that is the name. Um, That's awesome. I, I don't understand how the right-wing nutjobs now can complain when they say, no, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, we don't want to serve you pancakes. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's the right wing. I mm-hmm. mean, there's not it's, there's not a whole lot of logic there. No, none. That was just so awesome. I really wish I could keep playing the Star Spangled Banner. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah! Did you see? Did you see our uh, press secretary do her thing today at the White House? Wait, just opened up right with uh, her take on the story. I saw little, and she, you know, man, I was debating whether to bring this up. I had a really weird dream last night. Not there. I'm not going there. It was a group date with all these Washington people, okay. like all these pundits, and she was there, but she looked really, really hostile, and it was freaking me out. <laughs> and then I woke up and I turned on the TV. And she had the same look on her face. <laughs> well, Did you see that? <laughs> well, that's the same look she has on her face every day at the, at the uh, White House press briefing. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I, she was so hostile like from the beginning. Now, what didn't get as much coverage, though, um, was Stephen Miller getting chased out of the Mexican restaurant in D.C. Yeah. Yeah, he got he got it before Kristen Nielsen. So now there's now they're saying like there's supposed to be civility. I guess. Yeah, on both sides, right? Right. So, like, is it civil though to use your um, official White House Twitter account to call out a business? And yeah, that was the real deal. I mean, when she called that out, it was it was basically saying, "Hey, Trump did it too." Yeah, on Twitter. Well, he did. Wor- yeah, he did yeah. worse today too. He he took what Maxine Waters said, which all she said was to basically. If you see these people in public, let them know how you feel. I, I heard what she said. Yeah. That's all she said. And he turned that around to, you're going to get some coming to you. Oh, yeah. No, he he unleashed a violent yeah, threat on absolutely. Twitter. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. He threatened her on Twitter. That's that's where we are. And that's who these people are. Yeah. They get all up in arms when you want to protest uh, them publicly. But you know what's, know what's okay to do? It's okay to um, harass a private business when that private business is providing abortions. So you can go out on the sidewalk and harass all the patients and the doctors and uh-huh. nurses going in and out of there. That's okay. But you cannot throw Sarah Huckabee Sanders out of a pancake restaurant in yeah. Virginia. Yeah, they're they were trying they're trying to pull a comet pizza on them. They're trying to get one of their, their right wing jagoffs to go down there. Okay, I had a thought, and this is uh, you brought up Comet Pizza, so um let me let, let's run this real quick uh-huh. and it's gonna get t- to baby jail. There's a political tactic where you accuse your political opponents of doing the thing that you're guilty of. Right. Okay. Um, we can think of some example. Uh, let's think of a good example. Um, simple one. Trump does it all the time. You conspired with Russia. Yeah. Well, yeah. He, he, you're a criminal. Uh, absolutely. He, he has said that Hillary conspired right. with Russia. Right. Okay. Well, um, what was Comet Pizza about? Uh, it was pedophiles. It was right. right. A child sex ring. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, that's ludicrous. Hillary's getting accused of running a child sex ring. Right. Well, right now, Trump is running baby jail and keeping children away from parents. That's true. All right. So let's um let's play some Alex Jones here. They did it to Hillary. Well, is that well? We actually know now that there's an actual thing of uh, there's uh, baby jail is a thing, which is ridiculous. All right. Well, why are why are they bringing some of these kids from the border to New York City? And putting masks on them and moving them in the middle of the night. And by the way, that's that's true. If you guys didn't see those articles, they're putting you can go find them. They're putting masks on these kids. I saw the photos. 
like and it's just if it's they want to re- okay i i understand that they screwed up or maybe well, by design um but now they got the problem of reuniting the kids into the families there is no reason to put masks on their faces now because they need to reunite these kids as trump said he would in his executive order the cardinal rule with the trump administration the the number one go-to rule is that you can't trust anything that they do no. or say so just even the stuff you're seeing on tv with these there's these great reporters out there you can't trust anything. If they let you in, if the Trump administration let you in, you can't trust that facility because mm-hmm. that's the one they wanted you to see. You know what it reminded me of? Do you know what Theresienstadt was? Uh, remind me. It was Theresienstadt was the, I've been there. It was a concentration camp where that was the one that the Germans used to let the Red Cross in. Like they right. made it look all nice. They were like, everything's great here. We don't we don't kill anyone here. Which is oh, oh, so this was the- The model is, camp. Yeah. And and I keep thinking about that every time I see some of these, as you call it, the baby jail that they're letting the reporters go into. Mm-hmm. You know, they got a couple smiling kids. Mm-hmm. Sure, we all know what's going on in those places. All right, so that gets back to um, well, Hillary was accused of running a child sex ring um, through PizzaGate. Well, is that what Trump's doing? I mean, that was a ludicrous ac- political accusation, and as we've seen before, when the accusations like that are made, it's because. That's what's actually being done by the person making the accusations on the I, side. Yeah, I think ultimately Trump just doesn't care. Mm-hmm. But I do think, like, remember that movie uh, Sleepers mm-hmm. back in the day? Yeah. yeah. I do think things like that are going to go on in these places where no one's no one's eyes are. And it's it's just horrible. It's horrible. I'm going to get us in big trouble by accusing Trump of running a child sex ring out of baby jail. But you're, you're just saying, you're, you don't actually think he's doing that. You're just saying that he... I'm not going to confirm or deny that that statement you just made. I, I think that well, that would be that would, if you become the left wing Alex Jones, that would be OK. That, that would be interesting. All right. Well, let's reunite these kids with their parents and have Trump prove that he's not running a child sex ring out of baby jail. But I like the way you think you uh, you use his tactics against him. Well, I'm, people are saying people are saying that you may. Yeah, it's, it's pretty horrible. Oh, yeah. The concentration camps are here. It, it's we're not even two years in and we've got the concentration camps. I talked about that with Jeremy and how I looked up the definition and it literally describes what this is. Yeah. Internment camp, it's actually the same thing. You don't have to be killed, by the way. We think a concentration camp, mm-hmm. a place like World War II. No, it's just a place where ref- political refugees or a certain group are kept in an enclosed area for the purpose of persecution. And That's the definition. Are they free to go? Absolutely not. No. Right. No. And as you said, they're moving them around. Uh, it's very just. Yeah. No. What? Why are they taking these kids to cross that, that they picked up crossing the border? Well, what are they doing in Manhattan, in New York City? Right. And they 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 went to Cuomo and them, and they were like, they don't even know about it. Bill Bill yeah. De Blasio moving them in the middle of the night, and this isn't like some left wing nut job website. We're seeing this on Rachel Maddow showed the footage tonight. I want to know why United States senators can't go in there. When have you ever heard of that? Okay, why is America tolerating that, though? I mean, yeah, we're hearing about it on the news, but, oh, well, they didn't get in. Summer's here. Time's right for rising in the streets. Come yeah. on. Well, this Saturday. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I, I, you asked me if I could go. I made plans. I can't go. But what? No, it, tell, it's all good. No, tell, uh, tell me about the, uh, the protest happening this weekend. So the big protest. Well, happening Saturday as you're listening to this podcast. Right. Okay. Saturday the, uh, the 30th. So everybody needs to get out there. It's going to be everywhere. Uh, here in L.A., it'll be d- in downtown. Well, I just sounded like a douchebag saying I made plans. I can't go. No. Wow. That's okay. You're, d- you're doing your part. 
You're the co-host of Mueller Time, and you've, you've been to plenty of other protests. I will be to more. Hey, there's more coming in the future, unfortunately. Look, guys, I mean, not to get off topic, but you, you got to live your life, too. Nobody can be a 24-7 revolutionary. It's not healthy. Like, I had to turn off the news the other day and just do something else. It's You got you to... Gotta, we can't let Trump rule our lives. Well, th- that's why I was gone last week. I disappeared for a week and did not pay attention to any of it. I, it felt right. good. So really then you should be at the protest because you took a vacation, but I'll let it go. I'll, <laughs> Thank I'll, you. Thank you, Eric. <laughs> I'll, find, I'll find somebody else to go with. I will be down there, though. If any of you uh, listeners are going to be down there, feel free to hit me up on a Twitter at Eric LeVay, E-R-I-C-L-E-V-A-I. Maybe we can all meet up. What part of downtown are, is it happening in L.A.? Same part that uh, March uh, for Our Lives was? Yeah, it's going to okay. start at City Hall. Oh, okay. And then I'm not sure where. I think it, they said it starts at City Hall, which is different, mm. and it's going to go... It's probably probably just the same route, and it'll, probably yeah, yeah, just a different starting point. Okay, yeah, but it's. I it's, bet that Starbucks got a little pissed off that no, you know. Oh man, don't get me <laughs> the one that the one that didn't have the bathroom. This was before that incident. <laughs> that was before the little yeah, the, Starbucks bathroom. You can incident. you can be sure to have a bathroom now. Hey, speaking of which, all right, so let's go ahead and um, let's go ahead and play the latest. Uh, yeah, we're still you, you playing know, you this know, game, you know, aren't we? But this time I'm not even going to play the game show. We're just going to, now, now that we have our computer, we're just going to play the clip. You know what's coming. This woman don't want to let a little girl oh, sell some water. She called. Okay, so they call her Permit Patty. Yes. <laughs> this story's a little different, though. Did you hear Permit Patty? What's, what, she got, I don't know which... News outlet talked to her. I heard, but... Police on an eight-year-old little girl. You can hide all you want. So, Permit... I'm sorry. This shit is just solid gold. Perm, permit Patty is a... She's uh, like a 30-something uh, white woman in San Francisco who owns a company that provides cannabis treats to dogs. <laughs> By the way, I don't see how that's even legal I don't know if that's healthy. the right thing to do for your dog. Right. Yeah. If it's even a real business, we, we don't know. So I, I got I read the full story about Permit Patty because they were, <laughs> by the way, they're memeing her next to the um the barbecue lady. Yeah, what's her nickname? The other um, one, uh, Barbecue Betty. Was that it? I don't know. I love the internet. Someone put the 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 barbecue lady, Permit Patty, and then Huck, Fuckabee Sanders next oh. to each other, and they all look alike. They do. It's amazing. Permit Patty's just the blonde version of them all. So anyway, I guess this this was this is what actually happened, and it is true. There's always more of a story. To be fair, and I'm, I always remember that. Wait, I wasn't trying to make an excuse for permit patty. No, I'm not making an excuse, but this is this is what happened. So I guess this lady is at home, supposedly trying to work on her stupid fucking dog cannabis business. <laughs> and outside, this little girl and her mom are selling water, and they're shouting and stuff for two hours. And I get that we live in a city. We we know how annoying it is when someone's outside the window. Yeah, I get it. But again, this comes back to what we've talked about in this program, which is how you handle shit prior to calling the police. It's an eight-year-old girl. She never, you, all you have to do is go outside, excuse me, I'm, I'm working here, do you think, um, come up with anything. Do you think maybe you could, uh, if it was me, I would have bought a water first, and then I would have said, um, you know, I, I love what you're doing here, but you know what I'm saying. Well, like, yeah, but then that's why you're not an internet star. <laughs> right, yeah, right. Yeah, then, so again, this this lady, and then here's the best part. No, I, it's yeah. She didn't even call the police. She was faking it. That yeah, that's what's ridiculous. The whole this world is what's. See you, boo. Yeah, and um, illegally selling water without a permit. I uh, see. I'm sorry. I, I okay. 
that is such a low move. I mean, to fake the call. Now, um, the mother has no reason to believe, uh, no reason to doubt her when she said, I'm calling the police on your child. But, oh, come on. That's such the wuss move. Her problem was with the, uh, Permit Patty's problem was with the mother, not with the eight-year-old. She brought the eight-year-old into it as the excuse. Yeah, if Permit Patty took a swipe to the face, I would not have uh, any sympathy. I maintain that going back, there is this issue with a lot of people in the society of just not knowing how to handle their own problems. You had no problem-solving skills there. Yeah, 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 exactly. You took it to the police. And by the way, first, Permit Patty hit up her building security, which I'm sure couldn't have cared. Yeah, I'm sure the uh, $10 an hour security guard in your lobby is going to go out there. And handle that. Okay, would she do the same thing if it was little white girls selling Girl Scout cookies in March? I think it's a great point. Really? That's... Yeah. There's no doubt in my mind that there was a a racial component to that. Yeah. Absolutely. Just, just, from, what I, just from what I saw. It was... It just, it just had that feel to it. I don't think for a second she would have called on white girls selling Girl, girl Scout cookies. Black girls selling Girl Scout cookies? Maybe. That's just so insane. Like, it's it's a little girl. Yeah. Selling water. What that one time a long time ago in New York, the NYPD shut down this little boy's lemonade stand, and of course, it, yeah, there's a, every year there's always a news story about it. Some kid getting their lemonade stand. It was shut a disaster. Down, obviously, it was on the front page, and yeah, it's just you, why? Yeah, why are you doing that? Yeah, I I can't believe we're still playing. Would you call the police? Yeah. That's just oh yeah. So, uh, did you see uh, Trump at that immigration conference? Where he dragged out the fam- oh yeah. oh no with the giant autographs on the dead people's posters, yeah, Donald Trump. What the hell was that about? I mean, yeah. come on! I say that ten times a show now. I mean, come on! But Donald Trump autographed photos of dead people, that murder were, victims. Yeah, apparent murder victims of uh, illegal immigrants. Right. The who are or, um, no. I'm sorry. Wasn't it supposed to be specifically MS13 gang members? Oh, I, I, I'm not, I'm not sure. I, I can't keep yeah, track. I of think it. that's what was going on there. They're, they were specifically killed by MS-13 gang members, which is the whole thing. Trump is pinning this immigration crisis on. I, I know that if I was killed by an MS-13 gang member, what would make my parents the most happy was be if Donald Trump autographed a giant glossy headshot of me. Okay. By the way, <laughs> trivia, trivia time on uh, Mueller time. Where, where on the planet? Was MS-13 formed? Uh, my recollection was formed in L.A. Be right? more specific. South Central? Koreatown. Really? Yes. Okay. Yeah. By the way, hey, guys, for the record, we, well, we all know what he's doing in these conferences. It's the same thing that, that Hitler did with, you know, the, he did the same thing. Mm. He said these are victims of Jewish people. Yeah. yeah he did the exact same yeah. thing. The The amount of people killed by, quote, unquote, illegal immigrants in this country is such a small fraction. I don't even know what the number is. Like Trump supporters have killed way more people. <laughs> like way more. Uh, and um, I read this statistic uh, just a, a few days ago. The number of actual MS-13 affiliated people that have come through the border since this border crisis thing happened is so super minuscule. Like it was less than 100 right. people. And then how many hundreds of thousands have come through? Like he says he cares about MS-13. Well, there's tons of people who are trying to get here. The people he's locking up in these jails, they're fleeing MS-13. Yeah. They're trying to yeah. get away from it. Mm-hmm. They don't have an option. 
There's yeah. Oh well, and then also um the right wing nut jobs want to pretend that seeking asylum is illegal, which is not. It's not if you are coming to this country and crossing the border and seeking asylum, you are not breaking a law. This is what we talked about on the I think two podcasts ago about right. how the line keeps getting moved mm-hmm. from the campaign. Yeah. So now they're saying you can't follow the law. And today Trump was saying, well, you should be deported without any due process. So what happens if someone says, I don't know, they accuse you of being from illegal? I know. That's, yeah, that's, gonna, that's next. Maybe, maybe I'm not, maybe you and I aren't next, but it's not going to stop with immigrants from South, Mer- South and Central America. Yeah. yeah. It, when are they going to start going after uh, Hispanic Americans that were born and raised here? That'll happen. Yeah. You know, a listener hit us up and this, I had, I mean, you saw the article. Oh, yes. I saw the email on Facebook. So basically, this being the Trump administration, they're going to be throwing all these deals. These camps are, these Trump camps are going to be run by. Oh, well, yeah. Someone's getting paid to put up the tents. Right. Someone's, uh, someone owns the tents. They got to rent them. Right. Yeah. There is money to be made to, uh, for contractors to build uh, these tent cities. You can rest assured that Trump and all them are, that's where they're putting their money in the stock market. Yeah. Whoever these companies are. Yeah. Um, now, we have a list that I can post on the Mueller Time Facebook page. Um, it was compiled by um, a, a writer and a political activist that lives out in Joshua Tree, California, um, named Jay Babcock. And it is a list of corporations that are involved, that are that have received contracts mm. uh, for all aspects of the immigration crisis. Yeah. I'm going to post Jay uh, posted this on his public Facebook page. I'm going to post it on the Mueller Time Facebook page. It gives email addresses, it gives sample email um, copy that so you can write letters uh, to these corporations that are um, involved in making money off of the immigration crisis and making money off of baby jail. Did it look pretty legit that list to you? I mean, I didn't oh, get it. Did. Um yeah, absolutely. The, uh, his name is Jay Babcock. Oh. He used to um, run a uh, Music and political activist magazine called Arthur Mag. That sounds um, like a porn. It absolutely name. does. Sure. Um, I, look, I, I'm going to post it when uh, we're done recording tonight. It'll be up. Uh, it'll be on the face our Facebook page as you're hearing this podcast. Yeah, we got to get that one up. No, that that's true. That's a great. Uh, hey, hit hit them in the pocketbook, man. Mm-hmm. That's what that's a work of Fox News. Yeah. Laura Ingram, you know, just yeah. hit them where it hurts. And I'm I'm going to put up an article, the that I sent you. Jane Mayer, one of the best reporters ever, has a great article in the New Yorker. File under, you can't make this shit up. The Mercers, who make the Koch brothers look like Abraham Lincoln. The Mercers are one of the people who are behind the the hijacking of our election. They were the big billionaires that that won out. There's always the big, there's the the community of billionaires that all competed amongst among each other, like Sheldon Adelson and... Foster Freese, well, the Mercers won 2016. The Mercers paid for Cambridge Analytica. The Mercers gave us the alt-right and Steve Bannon and Kellyanne Conway. So you can't make this up. The Mercers in private, this is true. This is not from a Daniel Craig, James Bond movie. They play a board game. No one says who created it in the article, but it's very clear. It's well, Robert who Mercer. Else, who else could have right. created it? Robert Mercer created it. It's a game. It's like Risk, kind of. But basically, you take on the role of, well, if you actually, you can be one of the Mercers. You can also be Black Lives Matter if you want or whatever. No, Just, yeah, you could be, yeah, any political figure. Yeah, it's, And you it's, try to take over the world. 
yeah. basically. Yeah, I, I what I took away from the the story on the New Yorker, which we'll totally have to post on the, our Facebook, uh, the Muller Time Facebook page. Yeah, it was a big combination of um, of clue of risk, um, and just the Mercer's like massive egos that they created this board game about themselves let me just reiterate they create well yeah no you just said it they created a fucking board game about themselves yeah i also took from the story though there's some sort of interactive like element too where like some role-playing thing yeah i guess it's like uh not enough for them to actually do it they need to also do that and then play a game well yeah that's probably how they decide well what if we give uh 50 billion or 50 million to this but yeah that's probably how they play out various scenarios for our for our future that literally sounds like a James Bond movie. It, it literally does, but then that's what the New Yorker is telling us. This is what's happening. So yeah, when they play this game, could they be fantasizing on how they can manipulate our political future? Is that how they decide their strategy when they they you know go fund a Trump campaign? Here's what I think, and it comes back to this this thing that happened at the Red Hen and all this stuff that's happened about civility. Look, a lot of people believe that people are mostly good or that a lot of people in the world are good. There's some people who are just bad people. You have to call them out on it. And sometimes you have to hurt them. You got to hurt bad people. That's just the way I feel about life. And that's why all this stuff has been disturbing. Like the Mercers are bad people. Like we need to do whatever we can to hurt them. I'm not talking about like physically. I'm just saying stop them. Yeah. And that's why I've been so irritated with all these stories about the Red Hen. Like they did exactly what they were supposed to. The radical right only understands two things, fear and shame. That's what they respond to. You have to use those things. They don't respond to, they're not like us, that they use it against us. These are people who shouted down Barack Obama in a State of the Union address. Yeah. I don't know, what more do you need? Civility? I'm just waiting for our moment. Seriously. When am I going to, oh my God, if I had been there? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that would have been awesome. Yeah, yeah. You, you might run into Stephen Miller at a restaurant sometime out on it. the west side of town here when he's visiting his parents in his ritzy 310 neighborhood. I heard his family is like pretty much, they're on the outs. He's like Trump's number one boy in the White House right now. Yeah, he's a he's a psychopath. Oh, I didn't, so he's got problems with mom and dad, Stephen Miller? Yeah, apparently their family is much more uh, much more liberal and oh, wow. Okay, that's got to oh, be weird. Oh, he's like evil Alex P. Keaton. Is that what you're telling me? Without any of the charm or <laughs> yeah. the or the looks. Evil Alex the... P. Keaton. Yeah, I don't. No, yeah. I, I I can't say I know anything about his family life. I've just seen the uh, the video of him running for student council at some uh, West Side L.A. high school. A guy running on a <laughs> on a platform to shame the janitors. Pretty creepy, huh? So now apparently the um, Border Patrol conducts operations in places like I-95. Oh, that's nothing new. You're right. But at the same time, this is the Trump era. I think they are ramping things up. Okay. Well, yes, they're ramping things up. But um, the Border Patrol uses the excuse anything 100 miles um, radius of an international airport, Border Patrol can claim jurisdiction. Oh, I thought it was just the border. International airports are considered borders. So if you got an international airport right there in Las Vegas, it's two thirds, hundred miles uh, radius uh, around Las Vegas. I read about it's two thirds of the country are yeah. covered by that rule. I do understand that they have a job to do, but if this was another president, it would be different. I would feel a little little differently. This is the Trump era. Well, um, there's the subtext of what they're really doing with right. that. Uh, well, they're using that as an excuse, obviously. 
right. the 100-mile radius of any international airport. There's just something in a, all Americans, even people who are into politics, there's something weird for all Americans to be stopped and to be asked for your papers. Oh, oh, I, I got, uh, when I went to Las Vegas last week, from LAX to Las Vegas, I got the secondary, we're going to reach in your waistband pat down. In the, in the airport? Yeah, I go through the, the metal detector, uh, my arms up, the thing goes around. And yeah, and I, I go through and they say, please step aside. Oh, wow. And I watch the dude put on the blue gloves, gives me his prepared speech about how he's going to reach inside my waistband. Now, did you pay for this or was this? I, I, <laughs> I'm just joking. Well, yeah, I did. I paid for it. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah literally you paid for it. Yeah. yeah. It was a random thing or? I, I, it, I don't know why. They, they, were, you, were you wearing your Muller Time t-shirt? No, I, I do not f around yeah. when i go to the airport yeah but it just it didn't feel like okay you're ran it's like i i don't know it felt like they knew they were gonna pull me aside before i went through the metal detector x-ray machine it could be i mean yeah look i'm gonna I'll, I'll tell you the truth i refuse to go through those machines so i get the pat down every time i won't go through the body scanners which which almost never happens now uh because i have pre-check so i always you know so i'm in that program so you, you got the 1984 george well or implant well, you know why I got pre-check and uh, global entry is because they already had all that information. Mm-hmm. For you guys who don't know, pre-check and global entry are what's called trusted traveler programs where you can speed through the airport faster. And I, I actually think they're it's great. I mean, it's how it used to be. Um, you know, when I went to Vegas last week, I don't I, like I know that the pre-check thing exists. I don't know if I would have had the option to go through that at the terminal I was at. Don't, I don't recall seeing it anywhere. I mean, I wasn't necessarily looking for it, but... Um, they don't always have it. Yeah. that's uh, You might not have had a choice if you are on the flight to Vegas that I was on last week. The only... I mean, there's a bunch of advantages, but you the main, you don't have to go through that body scanner. But when I did have to go through that, I always took the pat down. You could always tell the TSA guy was annoyed. Like, <laughs> it's funny, too, because they... Oh, dude, I gave... The, yeah, dude, you gave, I gave... I stared him in the eye the whole time. Like, I just like, really? I didn't say a word. I just... Gave him a look like, why you mother... The last time... I totally mean mugged the dude as he was reaching in my waistband. You know what they did last time? What? They, this is weird. I, I got taken aside for the secondary screening. The guy opened a book I had. This was funny. It was like a Howard Zinn book. And he went through every page. You know, the jokes kind of write themselves. You're like, you should check that out, man. Like, that's actually a good book. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not ragging on the guy. I mean, no, he's just doing his job. reading or just... He was like, I mean... He, he went through it to see if it was a real book. Like, it was a wow. bomb. But it was just funny. He's flipping through it, and I'm like... Now, wait. Was this in your bag that went through the conveyor belt x-ray machine? Yeah, they okay. they clearly wow. picked that bag. Wow. Oh, they pulled your bag out and started looking through your bag, you're telling But me. it was just the book. Okay. That's the only thing they checked was the book. Wow. All right. Knowledge. <laughs> the most dangerous thing of all, right? Wait, what was the book? It was a Howard Zinn book. I think it was It was like literally like the people's history of the United States. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right? You almost can't make that stuff oh, up. Oh, huh? man. So... This is pretty much, I think, the last thing, but right. it doesn't have to be. We can do whatever we want. We can go for five well, what hours. You got, well, what you got? Well, today, now the the hurricane has begun. Harley Davidson. Oh, yeah. The beginning. Harley Davidson, that I, American brand, is leaving, basically. This is what I don't get. When Trump first bolted, before he even got into office, there was the whole carrier thing and how he's saving jobs a carrier and he's saving jobs all everywhere. And I believe one of the places he blew his own penis about uh, for saving jobs was Harley Davidson. And yeah. um, so now um, 
it's not Trump being bad. It's now, oh, well, Harley Davidson is the bad company for leaving America. This is what you have to understand. Uh, do, it, right. What the hell? When you do business with a guy like Trump, this is it always ends up the same. You lose. And that's what happened. They, well, I don't want to say they got in bed with him because I'm sure not everyone liked him, but there was definitely some kind of, they did that press conference with him. He's, he was on the fucking bike like a fucking idiot. Yeah. This is what this is what happens. Yeah, he screwed him. Go ahead and if you can uh, get on iTunes and uh, write us a review or uh, just drop us a line. It's uh, Mueller time. You can also hit us up at uh, with any ideas at Mueller time podcast at gmail dot com and of course the Mueller time Facebook page. Yeah. Uh, if you want to follow Chris, it's uh, Mr. Chris Carey. Mr. Chris Carey at Mr. Chris Carey on Twitter. And hey guys, like I said, uh, if any of you are going to this march, I don't know. Hey, maybe post some photos on the. The Facebook page. And like I said, if you're in L.A., hit me up. I'd love to meet up and uh, keep resisting. Thanks for tuning in.